0: it's the dreaded question. How do I begin to outsource in my business? (laughs) Everyone brings these questions uh, to the forefront of their mind from time to time. And some of you are just starting your business, which is awesome. And some of you are a little bit further along in your business, which is awesome. Some of you have been doing it forever. Um, And some of you may even already have a VA working for you, or you may already be outsourcing things. And everyone that comes to this podcast is going to be in completely different spaces with their business, because this is not a business podcast, right? This is a podcast that helps you do home, business, motherhood, and wifery, as I like to call it to your very best ability. It is the art of being a modern work from home mom. How do we do these things? Well, how do we create impact in our home with our children with our own lives and in our marriages and in our businesses? How do we do that? Well, one of the biggest parts is to realize that we can't do it all. We're never going to be able to do it all. And so we cringe for some reason when we have to start thinking about letting other people do things that we feel like we need to be doing on our own or we feel like we can do so much better. And I was in that same position slightly (laughs) for a while. I definitely was there with my event-based business Um, because it was such a creative outlet. And I really had a hard time letting go of any of those details. But I learned over time that I was going to have to and I really started to embrace the role of the visionary, the CEO, the person of the company that was actually running the company, not just being the worker bee, not just doing the work all the time. And I equate that 100% to the work that you do in your home and motherhood. You can't just be the worker bee all the time. You have little children to be your worker bees and you have an incredible teammate in your husband, whether you know it or not, or you figured out how to do that or not. Well, that's something you can learn here on this podcast. The point is, is that you have all of the potential inside yourself to lead your business and to lead your children and to lead in your home and to be a partner with your husband as he leads you down your path through marriage. Like there truly is so much potential in this that women are not taught. They just aren't taught it. That's why we don't see massive female leaders, documentaries about them on Netflix. I was just talking um, today about how like inside of my Facebook group, one of my favorite, one of Blaine and I's favorite things to do for fun, just the last episode that we did, This week was all about um, how to have fun in your marriage. So one of the things that I talked about in the Facebook group is how we love to watch a documentary about um, historical leaders and people of great impact. And it's very hard to find females, right? So point being, it's important that we talk about these things. It's important that we begin to learn how to do them. And that is exactly what today's podcast episode is going to do. It's going to really demystify this whole, how do I hire help? It's super simple. You don't need a ton of money. Trust me, trust me on this. I'm going to break it all down inside today's episode. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships All right. I feel like my intro pretty much covered everything that I really need to say about what we're going to talk about today. So I'm just going to get started really on the basics of why we typically are afraid to hire help in our businesses. And some of the most common things that I've heard is I'm a control freak. I'm a control freak. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I get it. Like And I've been dubbed with that my whole life because I'm quote unquote a one, which I use this whole Enneagram thing very lightly. People, we are all capable of whatever we set our minds to these, these personality tests just show what our natural tendencies and traits are and how our makeup is. If you are just to leave it as it is, this is how and who we are, how we operate, but obviously with some training and with some really deep intention, you can become and create new habits regardless of who you are. And that's the awesome part of this. So I know that there are some of you are like, oh yeah, I'm a control freak and you're proud of it and you don't care. But really at the end of the day, you're probably not that proud of it because it acts, it makes you act a fool sometimes. (laughs) Been there and it forces you to overwork yourself in ways that you don't need to because of pride because you don't want to give things up, um, because you're afraid to fail. But failing is something that you're probably already doing because you're exhausting yourself instead of being okay with other people stepping in. And here's the other thing. There's a lot of insecurities about how well organized you are, and how capable you are of training, and how capable you are of setting up systems on the back end. And and that's another big reason why you're afraid to give up control, because then it's going to force you to do these things in your business that you are dreading, which is called getting organized and setting up systems and, and stopping long enough to say, Hey, these are my weaknesses. This is what I need other people to do for me. So I'm going to set it up to know exactly each step that I need to do that I want other people to do for me. Right. So I think actually that just like exhausted my entire list of why we typically are afraid. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to mention is that a lot of people think that it takes way too much time and energy to train people and then I hear that it's just easier if I do it myself. And I've been super guilty of thinking this before. Like I have a VA working for me right now and I'm like, "Oh, that's such a small ridiculous task to have somebody do. Like why would I ask her to do that for me? Like I can just I could just have that done in literally like 5 minutes, I might as well do it." But those 5 minutes and all those little tasks into batting up, up, right? And what I've come to learn is that training somebody, the initial setup of it, yeah, it's going to take you some time, for sure. But it's going to save you so much time on the other side of it. And that is what this is all about. So there's the experience that I had with doing this in my own business is something that I think is really important to talk about here. And my mentor and my coach that I worked with for the first like year and a half of my business told me to and told everybody hire before you're ready hire before you think you're ready hire before you have the money like because in our minds we're never going to have the money to hire someone and it really at the same exact time actually Blaine was working with a coach that told him the exact same thing he taught him to design his push row of buttons So all he had to do was to know what button to push and that button is what led to a person executing specific tasks and Blaine's only job would be to sit and know which row which buttons to push on his push row of buttons and I was like all right. Like I was completely sold. And so it took me a while to get to this place where A, I was willing to give up control and B, or even knew what I wanted to give to them. Like it took me several months. I didn't just do it from day one, right? Cause I still was trying to figure out what in the world I was doing. And then I created my workflow and then I started getting systems and then I started getting super organized and things became rinse and repeat every single week over and over and over again. I was like, Oh, this is piece of cake. This is how you do it. And so, the first person that I ever worked with was an intern, and I didn't pay her anything at all. And it gave me incredible experience on how to set up my business to be able to have work done for my company. And that's invaluable. Where do you find these people? Search in groups, search all over the place. Hey, is there anybody that's looking to maybe see what it might be like to be a VA? I have five hours of work available or I have an hour of work available. um, And I project that in the next three to six months, I could offer you $100 a month. So would you be willing to do 30 days with me trial and see how it goes or 60 or 90 days with me for free? And then we'll reevaluate and see if you want to come on and contract that work with me. Boom, done, simple. Like, Start dropping it in in stay-at-home mom groups and see if anybody wants to start working with you. If you're already running your own Facebook group for your business, ask inside there. See if moms that are already doing what you do want to work with you. Like, just get resourceful. Everyone always talks about going on Fiverr and finding somebody for super cheap, but I just have not had luck with that at all. I've had more luck looking within my community and asking other people that I know that are doing podcast work or whatever kind of work I do. Hey, do you know anybody that knows anybody? Just word of mouth, right? That's been the most successful for me. So that was really my journey. That's what happened. And I started out with like the number one thing that I did not want to do is I didn't want to do my own blog. Like, (laughs) which is so ironic because I absolutely love writing. And I started this business thinking I was going to be a blogger. And now I'm like, I do not want to do the blog because I love being on the podcast way, way more. And if I didn't have children, I would be sitting on my blog because it would be an art form for me, for sure. But I just don't have time for art right now. Like I have time to do finger paint art with my kids, but I don't have time to do like art like that's just I'm consuming my time with home marriage business and self right like and my kids you know so you have to just kind of stop and be like okay what's this thing that I don't want to do anymore and I'm going to give you very tangible steps here in just a second so um that's pretty much how I got into this whole thing and it really does not have to be any more complicated than that. If you know that there is something that you don't like doing, you don't want to do or you're just drowning in work, then it's probably time for you to start looking for somebody. And the only the only other thing that I have to say about that is if you want to stay in the position that you're in and you have no zeal and you have no desire to grow, then stay where you're at and do that. But the only way for you to grow is to realize that there's only certain amount of things that you can hold in your two arms. And as much as you want to keep stacking and stacking and stacking, at some point, something's going to fall. So if you, if you partner up with somebody, they now gets to stack a bunch of things in their arms, right? And you can be super strategic about it. And it doesn't even have to be a lot. It can be so simple, you guys. So here's what happens. Okay. The first thing that I want you to do when you are trying to figure out how to get organized and make this happen in your business is start out with your task map. Okay. So if you guys know my workflow system, which episode 53 shares my exact process for building workflow, this is where you're going to start. You have to have you, have, you can't have everything up in your head. Let's just talk about that. Let's just talk about that for a minute. If you're still operating your business with everything up in your head, you're wasting time. You're stressing yourself out. You're being quite disrespectful to your family and your children because you're holding that in your head when you should be 100% focused and intentional when you're with them. And you're not because everything about your business is in your head. And that is just the worst cycle that you could potentially be in ever, ever, ever. And You need to stop doing it right now. You need to have a workflow. The end. Done. Podcast over. (laughs) Okay. So, this is in order to get organized, you're going to have to start out with your workflow. So, if you don't have that yet, pause this episode, go spend the next week setting up your workflow. If you have questions, jump inside of the Facebook group. If you really want to get serious about it, get your booty inside the academy. Like, get your bot inside the academy right now so that I can help you build your workflow and so that you can have a community of women that are also building their workflows literally jam on this with you like inside the academy inside the group calls every single week I will build your workflow with you done indefinitely and when your workflow needs to change because your business has grown or something's changed guess who's right there with you to hold your hand to help you change up your workflow me so those are your two options okay if you've already built your workflow keep listening or If you're just curious, keep listening too. This is when you're going to go to your task map. So this is the place where you've written out all of your tasks to know what you need to get done in your business. And I want you, and they should be batched, right? So you're going to just dump all that information out and then you batch them into similar like with like, right? So you'll have like a blogging batch and a social media batch and you'll have like, you know, a restocking batch or a contracting batch or like, depending on what kind of work you do, right, you're going to have batches of different work that you need to complete. And then next to the ones that you know, that you don't need to be doing because it doesn't take your brain power, you just I want you to put VA next to it, or highlight it or somehow I want you to differentiate that task from a task that you have to do like no one can do my podcast for me. They could do my editing for me, but to be real, you guys, I don't really edit my (laughs) podcast. Pretty sure you know that by now. Like, I just, I don't. There's a couple things that I put together, and it's done. Like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So I don't have a lot of editing to do. But could somebody do my blog for me? Absolutely. Well, but how, Chelsea? That's supposed to be your voice. Okay. Well, everything that I intend to say is on the podcast. Just take what the podcast says. We can either get a transcript... And you could use that and spend 12 hours weeding through a massive block of text which is like mind-boggling to me it like literally makes my eyes cross and twitch and do weird things or you can make bullet points you can listen to the podcast episode and then you can make bullet points and you can put it down and we're gonna call it good and i trust that you share the same mission with me as my company and you're gonna do your very best work because you care and if not then maybe you're not the right fit and guess what we're going to move on. And it's going to be okay. My company is going to be okay. If one or two or three or four or a month's worth of blog posts are not fantastic. Because guess what? I have the ability to A, either pull that blog post down, B, fix it, or C, say, that's okay. It's gonna be okay. And I've learned to just say, not everything has to be perfect all the time. It doesn't change my brand. Now, If I let everything go down the chute, like all of it, yeah, but I'm not doing that. And you're not going to do that either. I'm starting with something super small. That's why I want you to have all of your tasks written out. And I want you to just start with like the first little thing that you can have somebody else do for you. I'm talking the first smallest thing. (laughs) Like if you have product and you have inventory that you have to sort and you have to count, can you hire your kids? Do they want to be hired? Do you have a neighbor that you can hire to come over and count and sort inventory? For real, this is not something that you need to sweat about. It needs to just be something that you're like, absolutely, I'm doing this. I'm going to try because that time that you free up for yourself, not only does it give that person that you're working with the potential to grow their skills, but it gives you the ability to pour back into your kids, to cook that meal that you really wanted to cook. To hug your babies or to put them in bed at night without panicking that it's past bedtime and now you're missing out on the time that you were supposed to do to be able to meet your deadline. All of it, all of this is about being efficient and effective with how we use our time. Okay, so once you've figured out what you want to start with, okay, there is this really awesome way to add your VA into your workflow. So I use MeisterTask and I'm sure Trello, Money.com, Asana, like all those things I know are built to be able to integrate team members. And so when I use MeisterTask.com, I just have my workflow. I've been doing all of these tasks and now I assign my VA to that specific task. So that is the gist of it. But what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to line up exactly in chronological order, step-by-step exactly what I did, what's been working for me to be able to onboard and train someone and how I organized myself. So this is where you're gonna wanna get out a piece of paper and write down every single step. Step one, first pick what task you want to outsource. I just talked to you about how you need to get that done. Then I want you to detail, so number two, Detail every single step that needs to happen in order to get a check mark next to that task. Like, check, done. And yes, I just licked my finger and did a little check mark in the air. Because you can't see me when I do that. I just did it three times. So that needs to be insanely specific. Because it has to come out of your brain and you need to get it done on, on a piece of paper. For example... If I want my um, VA to do, um, well, I guess I could just use like an actual example that I'm doing right now. So I have an awesome gal working with me, which if you're inside the Facebook group, you just saw me introduce her to you guys and she's helping me inside the Facebook group. So what I needed to do was tell her exactly what needs to happen when somebody asks for permission inside of the Facebook group. What do I do with that information whenever you guys give it to me? Well, I'm learning more about what your needs are. So I take that information and I compile it and I put it inside a spreadsheet. So I'm having her do that for me, right? So that meant that I needed to write down okay, I take all that information and then I go to the spreadsheet. So then I knew that I needed to share that spreadsheet with her. So I got her email address, I shared it with her. I have it in a specific shared folder and it's under, and then it's inside of a folder that says Facebook group. Okay. So then she has to input all of that information in there. Okay. So that was one thing that she needed to do. Super simple, done. And I did that with multiple different tasks. Okay. Then once you get done detailing each step that needs to happen, the third thing that I want you to do is create an account with some kind of password vault. I have been using LastPass, L-A-S-T-P-A-S-S. And it's really cool when it does what it's supposed to. (laughs) <laughs> I'm actually, I've had a couple issues with it. If you guys listen to this and you have a different password manager that does this exact same thing, please tell me because it's been beautiful when it works. But sometimes I'm like, what am I not, what am I not getting here? But for now it's been amazing. Okay. So what happens is I go in there and I set up all of these accounts and then I add my person, my BA, the person that's working with me into that specific account. Like say, for example, one of them is like my Canva account, okay? I don't just want to give all of my passwords away to every person that ever works with me because then I have to change them every single time that person's not working with me anymore. And they don't need to know my passwords, right? So what happens is they just go in and they click launch and it just opens it for them. So my information is put in on the back end and launches the program for them. It's pretty cool. So that is what I would have you do is I would go in and I would have you create that account and get all of those things set up. The fourth thing that you're going to do is you're going to create a training video on how to do each of those steps using Zoom. So precisely what you have detailed out and listed as step by step by step by step to get that entire task done, you're just going to open up Zoom. Some people use Loom and sit in front of your camera, share your screen, and go through each of those steps and do it and record it and then be done. Okay. The one thing that I will tell you is when you do that, don't say the person's name, don't say anything specific. So the next time you hire someone, you can use the exact same video again, works out beautifully. So you literally only have to do this one time and one time only. All right. Then step number five. Oh, and here's the other thing. So for me on my zoom account, I, um, I pay for extra storage so I don't have to download all the videos onto my hard drive. I just share the link to it and I put that link in the spreadsheet, which I'm going to talk to you about in a minute. But if you aren't doing that, then you can download that video. You can trim it if you need to. And then you're going to upload it into that shared Google folder that you've shared with your VA. And then that's where they're going to access all the trainings from. Okay, here is the fifth thing that you're going to do is you're going to create a spreadsheet of all of the SOPs, which are standard operating procedures, which is exactly what you just created the step by step by step by step, that is a standard operating procedure, along with the videos, and you're going to put all of them into a spreadsheet, so that the person that's working with you can visually see, here's the first task that I need to get done here's the link to the SOP. Here's the link to the training video. Here's a link to any spreadsheets I need to be able to get that job done. Okay. And then you do it for the next task that you're going to have them do. But I suggest for your first person, for their first go around, their first 30 days or their first two weeks, you just start with one task and then you build in the next task and then you build in the next task so that this is not overwhelming for you. And that my friend, is literally all you have to do. Now when it comes to paying your VAs, um, that is a whole can of worms that I'm not going to get into right now. I'm just talking to you about how to get organized on the back end. And this is really, really, really worked out like super well for me and the whole paying your VA thing is really nothing to be afraid of like PayPal works really really well Um, there's certain tax things that you need to take care of depending on how much they're working for you depending on how many hours how much you pay them you'll want to talk to your accountant about that to get that all straightened out but that's a quick simple phone call truly please walk away from this episode knowing that it is as simple as these five steps that I just said to you I sat down, I blocked off a good four hours, and I banged this all out one time. And I've switched over to different VAs, and I didn't have to redo it. It just worked. I've added to it, but that initial foundation that I built is just there. And this is the system that I use and I intend to use and it will grow with me because I automatically started using MindMeister. I mean, MeisterTask, just like Trello and Asana and Monday.com. Just get your business set up in one of these platforms. I highly, 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 highly recommend MeisterTasks. MeisterTask.com, especially if you know if you're in the Academy, you're already using it. But if you think that you might be joining into the Academy soon, which don't sit on that, don't wait, doors are open, come in ASAP, chelsejo.co backslash Academy to get your bum inside the doors. Then I would definitely suggest starting with that right now because it's going to grow with you and you're not going to have to redo all of this all over again. Same thing with using Google Sheets, Google Drive, Google, all the things because it's shareable with anybody, no matter what platform, no matter what computer, no matter what, it's completely shareable. And I definitely learned that the hard way because I did everything in my notes app on my Mac. And yeah, you can share that you can copy and paste, but it, it was not the same as just doing everything through my Google Drive. So I hope that that was <laughs> actually I don't hope I know that that is going to help so many of you, whether or not you're in this position to get started in this right now or not. It's something that I know that you aspire to do in the future. And don't don't ever underestimate yourself. You never know. I was always like, oh, I'm just going to run this little business out of my bedroom. And here I am like training other people and massive visions to grow a team and to grow a company, all because I decided to just cut the excuses, get out of my own way, stop talking about how hard it is. Oh, I'm not good at it. Oh, I don't like systems. Like just be quiet for a minute and get to work. Go do the things And then be proud of yourself at the end of the day. And that really is all the more complicated you need to make it. And then I want you to come tell me about it. (laughs) If you have any more questions about this, come over inside of the Facebook group. Ask me all about it. Shoot me a DM on Instagram anytime I've had so much fun bringing this super micro-niched training to you here on the podcast today. If you love this, please screenshot it, share it, share, share, share all the time. Um, And as always, it's been super fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. And until next time, I'll see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, subscribe, Then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other?